Good day and welcome to Film Exploration of Ash Hurry. And today I'll be doing my review on one of my favourite films ever. And what I mean by that, it's the movie that I have seen probably the most times. And that is the 2015 biopic Steve Jobs. Written by Aaron Sorkin and directed by Danny Boyle, the film stars Michael Fassbender as the title character, alongside Kate Winslet, Seth Rogen, Michael Stahlberg and Jeff Daniels. has been reformulated thanks to the electric energy gushing out of the scripts Aaron Sorkin seems to naturally produce. Dialogue seems to have gravitated after the birth of Tarantino, making mundane dialogue between two characters somewhat engaging. But just one year prior to Reservoir Dogs was released, there was another literary genius expelled into the movie world played around the same time, which was A Few Good Men. Except A Few Good Men hid the obvious talents of Sorkin because of the high-caliber performances of Tom Cruise. Jack Nicholson, Kevin Bacon, Demi Moore, and that no one stopped to think about who wrote this. At least Reservoir Dogs Tarantino directed it too and followed up consistently with Pulp Fiction. Aaron Sorkin gradually stretched his trademark as the 80s established itself with the mediocre American president. But what really snatched audiences' attention in Hollywood was his work on TV shows, more notably Sports Night and The West Wing, and later down the line, The Newsroom. After The West Wing ran out of steam after a seven-year run, Sorkin astonished audiences again with his congealed reputation as being the Spielberg of writers, making writing sexy again, with films like Moneyball, Charlie Wilson's War, The Social Network, and the film in question here, Steve Jobs. His trademark of rapid quick-fire exchanges for his characters has become the landmark attraction to these films, where, like I said, redefines the meaning of the word action. Verbal action that is too engaging to disengage from. His films are usually in the helms of great, like David Fincher for The Social Network, Bennett Miller for Moneyball, and for this particular biopic, Oscar-winning director Danny Boyle. Steve Jobs is considered the unconfirmed sequel to The Social Network, both films concentrating on the man behind a gigantic technological tectonic shift in the world. Social Network dealing with Facebook and Steve Jobs dealing with Apple, but at the heart of both stories is the man behind it, and the film remembers the person rather than the achievements they successfully unearthed to the world. You might remember that Ashton Kutcher made a take on Steve Jobs after the internet was flabbergasted with the resemblance, which came out two years prior to this film. So another film based on the same person seemed a tad premature, but went ahead regardless. And why? Because of the script that was just too good to reject. There was another film about Steve Jobs called The Pirates of Silicon Valley in 1999. Within weeks of Sorkin's script being greenlit, Fassbender jumped in after their first choice Christian Bale decline. Fincher was actually going to direct, but Sony dropped him after demanding a $10 million salary, and thus Oscar-winning director Danny Boyle comes in, not easing up on his funky tilted style of the camera and his in-depth close-up of his actors. Steve Jobs is ultimately a play, three sequences done in real time, recounting the drama or conflict and conversation before a big launch at three pivotal stages of Apple's career spread over a 16-year span. The actors had the luxury of rehearsing, which is a lost commodity in the world of filmmaking, according to many actors, and even Kate Winslet herself. They said that Fassbender had immediately memorised over 100 pages of dialogue within two weeks, to the astonishment of hers and to everyone else, thanks to the luxury of rehearsing. Fassbender has no issues with playing challenging characters on screen, and that despite being no resemblance to Steve Jobs himself, but that didn't stop him. He had exemplified the determination and relentlessness to a T. He never flinched at his character 
character's arrogance and repulsive elements and the intensity to his entire presence and tunnel vision mind, which is a scary thing that Fassbender naturally successfully gets out of us. Now, Winslet calm but quietly explosive performance of Hoffman was the icing on the cake for this movie that needed female presence to mellow in between these dick-swinging contests that occurs between Job, Wozniak, Scully and Hertzfeld. Winslet's add on a complicated accent that meanders from scene to scene in a progressive way that only an Oscar winner could pull off and done so subtly too to authentically show the 16 year time span as well. Now Danny Boyle had the skeleton for an amazing movie it was his job to flesh it out and his quick-witted spirit is clearly evident in the way he has revamped the real-time sequences into this film. Boyle makes a solid fight in claiming this to be a Danny Boyle film rather than an Aaron Sorkin picture however the dialogue is just too seductively heavy and too fluid that the film's main action is the beautifully flow and exchange of dialogue in this movie between all the characters but all calls it a standing up movie that runs to the source code designed by aaron sorkin with the supremacy of steve jobs and his words cluttered for a 90 minute runtime the supporting cast are well worth their weight when they are literally at some point facing off with fassbender's jobs in this movie extracting the attention of very briefly but memorably when either seth rogan jeff daniels kate winslet or michael stahlberg are preparing for a verbal fistfight with fassbender's steve jobs the beautiful charisma of this movie is that the film could quite certainly focus on a nitpicky and obsessive qualities that drove Jobs to freak out aggressively. For instance, when the computer isn't saying hello. But the film does also a great job of reminding us that he was onto something bigger and no one was letting him express it at his speed. That technology would serve as a constant and comforting companion forever. And like he says at the flashback sequence of Scully... But what if it was in everyone's hands, your own teacher, your own computer in your hands? Tingles and sparks are forced into your body when Fassbender utters this line of dialogue, whilst you're in no doubt being more than five meters away from any iPad, iMac or iPod. And it would be a safe assumption to say that everyone had that feeling at some point to momentarily glare at an Apple product during or after this movie. This movie for me is my most rewatchable movie of all time, falling just short of 1998's Emmerich's Godzilla. This for me is a dance between actors who know how to act, fed on dialogue that is dense but delivered in a way that seems stupidly effortless. There is not a flat note in any of the performances, direction and tone of this production. Like Zuckerberg, Sorkin's job is to try and to humanise a man who cares more about machines than people. And in an effort to try and persuade audiences what was behind the man that in a way changed your lives forever. Steve Jobs is a great movie that doesn't need any flair or magic to bolster it it simply relies on basics and this plays to Danny Boyle's strengths a man who has outright said he prefers smaller movies than big movies one of the key reasons he turned down the opportunity to direct James Bond the dialogue never overstays its welcome in any of the three sequences they are well placed attractive and they never let up for the audiences to take a minute because it bounces from genre to genre and the heart of it it leads to the conflict and in the middle is Steve Jobs and the fuel that drove him to become the man he once was the film relies not on CGI location or costume but old-fashioned cinema and camera tricks to reinforce the three stages of Jobs' life. Writing and acting is why Steve Jobs is one of my most rewatchable films because that is all it relishes on to flourish in a world where ironically technology is taken two at a time on the staircase instead of one. Anyways, that's my review of Steve Jobs, arguably one of my favourite films that you can watch now on Amazon Prime. Uh, drop me a follow on Instagram, that's Film Exploration AH, or lowercase all one word, and subscribe to my podcast, which is on Google, Spotify, Amazon, and of course, ironically, Apple iTunes. This will be my last podcast for a while, but I shall return next year to start season 12. But thank you for listening, and you can listen to my previous 120 episodes right now. Uh, but thank you for listening, and I'll see you soon. Oh,